1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
2: And the sports on a Sunday morning. The Stiefel Studio here at the ballpark. We moved it over here to the ballpark, and we're ready to go today. And we're glad you're with us. And it's time now for our weekly visit with Cardinal Manager Oliver Marble. How are you this morning, Skip?
3: Plays how we doing?
2: Everything is great on my end. I'm looking forward to today. And but I want to talk a little bit about yesterday. You know, every good staff always has one pitcher where it's hard to get run support. And I think Miles Michaels has worn that title for the first month of the season. And he may have turned in one of the best performances of the year. He made two mistakes, but it cost him. But I I thought that Miles Michaels' stuff was as good as we've seen all season yesterday.
3: It, it really was. When you when you look at what he did yesterday, it was super impressive. He had everything working. Um, all five pitches uh, above 60% strikes. He was able to throw any pitch in any count, keep guys off balance. And what we're seeing is a guy that's um, pitching with conviction. Um, he believes in his stuff, and he feels stronger than ever. So we're seeing a, a really good version of Miles right now.
2: And, and, you know, one of the things about Miles – yeah, his reputation is he's a strike thrower, and I really feel like there are some teams that feel like, all right, we know this guy's going to be in the strike zone a lot, a high percentage of the time. So they just look at the first thing they think is going to be a strike, and they put a, try and put a bat on it. And I thought that's what cost him yesterday. Guys were looking for him to throw something in the strike zone that they thought they could handle early in the count.
3: Uh, I, I think you're spot on there. There's guys where you know they're going to attack the strike zone with their fastball and then go to their secondary stuff once they get ahead. So you try to ambush those guys and get them early and get production early in the count against them, 0 oh, oh, oh. Um But the difference between uh, that and Miles is he's able to throw anything 0-0 oh, oh, or one o. Oh, 0 Even when he's behind, he feels comfortable throwing secondary stuff. So it, it's hard to just sit on a pitch. Uh, everything's moving. He's missing barrels. He's getting weak contact. Um, so that that that's been a plus for him for sure.
2: I, I know runs have been a little hard to come by here recently. But one of the things that I've noticed, and you're a lot closer to it than me, that you're not giving away at bats. You you may be hitting into tough luck in some situations, but there's a difference between a slumping team and a team that's you know just putting good wood on it, but they're just hitting it to the wrong people.
3: Yeah, there's been a combination of that, uh, Claves. It really has. Um, when you look at it, it's it's tough to uh, to sit here and say that there's not panic down here or anything like that because there's not. And I know the fans want to see more production out of our lineup, but uh, we really do believe that a, a lot of our guys are getting closer and closer. And uh, it's just a matter of time uh, before it all opens up. I mean, you look at O'Neal and Carlson and some of these guys and are they having the type of year or start that um, they would have liked or we would have liked? The answer is no. Um, but do we think they're going to hit under 200 all year? Absolutely not. These guys are going to uh, get back to what they're used to doing and we're going to see a high level of production out of them. So there's there's not a whole lot of panic or concern at the moment. We we really do believe these guys are going to start doing what they're capable of doing.
2: Who do you think is close? Um, you, you've watched them at bats, and, and as, as I mentioned, they're not giving away at bats. Uh, but who do you like as far as their approach where you just, and you just touched on it, they're not going to hit under 200 all season, but is there anybody that you've watched here in the last couple of games, three games that you really like where they're headed because of what their approach is about?
3: Yeah, um, I think there's a couple guys that have have made some adjustments. Uh, the one that sticks out to me right now is Bader. Um, he is, uh, he's working hard underneath and um, starting to, translate some of the stuff he's working on into the game we've seen some at bats where he's just taking what the game's presenting him and going backside with for a couple singles that he starts to feel good he'll start to open it up a little bit more and go gap to gap so he's one of the ones that sticks out to me um obviously we, we've seen the young and um he's working underneath the ball quite a bit at the moment um he's working hard at at making that adjustment and hopefully we start to see some results
2: you have some decisions to make tomorrow as the uh, roster limitations will be reduced to um, by 2. Have you had enough time to see everybody in your bullpen to to make that a a decision like that because you know every day at the ballpark is different on who you're going to use out of the bullpen, but have you seen enough of guys to be able to com- be comfortable with what you're going to do?
3: Yeah, we we've uh we've used everybody to the point where we know exactly Uh, what we have and we're comfortable um, with with the decisions that are going to take place. Um, But, uh, yeah, we've given enough enough looks um, to everybody in that bullpen um, to to make a decision.
2: Is is that something, and and obviously this year because of the lockout and the short and spring training, uh, you had to add a couple of guys. Is that something maybe down down the road as you look at spring trainings and your break, Everybody doesn't get stretched out as much as they'd like to be. Is that something that you think you'd like to see more of? Maybe not a whole month, but maybe a couple of extra weeks?
3: Say going to Clint.
2: With regard to how the roster is set up this year, where we had the expanded roster, is that something you'd like to see maybe in the future? Uh, maybe not a month, but maybe two more weeks because everybody doesn't get stretched out as much as they'd like to in spring training. And maybe we go back to that next year for a normal spring training, but still in all, guys are still trying to find the way. So would you like to see maybe expanded maybe by a couple of weeks instead of a month?
3: Um, well, with the, with the shortened spring training, I think it makes sense. And I didn't mind the shortened spring training. I think our guys were able to still get a lot of work in and, and get uh, – Ready for the season? Um, Did we extend our pitchers to the degree we wanted to? No, Um, but the extra two guys helped navigate that for the first thirty days. If you go back to a regular spring training, I I don't think it's necessary. If you were to shorten spring training by by a week or two, then then it is helpful.
2: You know, uh, this year uh, we watched in just a month the the lineup flexibility that you've had a chance to have with this ball club. for you, when it comes to the lineup, is it matchups, feel, analytics, uh, or scheduled days off? How does that lineup come together, especially when you – because we know that there are going to be certain guys that are going to be in there majority of the time. But with other guys that you want to get in there, how does that work for you as far as how you decide who's going to be in?
3: It's a combination of everything that you just described. Um, yes, the analytics go into it, uh, having a feel for where guys are and how they're feeling at the moment. Um, if they're feeling good about their swing or not, uh, it'll, it'll change where they hit in the order and then schedule days off where we're looking at a, a week's ahead and saying, all right, we need to give this guy a day, uh, within the next four days, this guy needs a day here soon as well. And just planning what makes the most sense from a matchup standpoint, um, where your Goldie's and Nolan's and Eddie, like you're going to want those guys in the lineup every day, but what makes the most sense when to give them a day off? Um, so all, all that goes into play.
2: The Cardinals have an upcoming road trip. And, you know, one of the things about the game that we, we, we don't take for granted, I know you don't, is travel and being on the road. And, you know, half your career, is going, it seems like it's on the road. Uh, what if you come to at this point in your career as a player, as a coach, and now a manager, what are some of the things you like about being on the road?
3: When you're on the road, that's when you, um, for me, build the most. Uh, camaraderie with with the group, right? You, you when you're home, a lot of guys want to make sure that they're spending time with their with their families. You know, you're away for so long throughout the course of the season that that's the time where you're with the kids and with the wife and, and spending time there. Where, when you're on the road, that's a great time for guys to um, day game, grab dinner afterwards, team outings, making sure that you're spending time together. And, and a lot takes place from a just bonding standpoint. Um, with the staff and, and the players during those road trips.
2: All right. You've been on the road, as we mentioned all of your life when it comes to baseball, um, give me your most unforgettable road trip at Mm. any point in your career,
3: man, that's a tough one. I've seen some, uh, Interesting cities in the minor leagues—that's for sure. Yeah, um,
2: I, I thought I thought the minor leagues would probably pop up at some point. In this conversation.
3: Yeah, I've got some—I've got some good stories of uh, different hotels and different places I stayed throughout the minor leagues. Um, I'll tell you, it's a lot different up here, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and the bus rides up here are, are shorter for sure. Uh, airport to the hotel, or airport or ballpark to the to the hotel. <laughs> You probably have been on some adventurous bus rides in your career.
3: Yes, we we've had. We've had some uh some long bus trips, uh some flat tires, some smoke coming out of the hood. We we've uh, we've experienced all of it.
2: <laughs> and and you probably learn a lot more about the mechanics of a bus at some point. Now were you one of those guys that could get under the hood and try and tell the bus driver what needs to be done? Or were you a guy that was helping fix a flat, or were you just the smartest guy and just said, "I'm gonna stay on the bus until you guys get this figured out"?
3: That last one, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm as far from the guy that can fix uh fix anything. Um, that is that is not my strength.
2: Now, hey, listen, you know what? Everybody needs to know their swim lane, and Oliver Marble knows his, and that's a good thing for you. All right, final question for you: upcoming road trip. You're going to see Kansas City tomorrow, then you go over there, but the San Francisco Giants are on the schedule as well. Um, they are a really good ball club, and they're going to be. it's going to be interesting in how they do things. We saw them last year, and it's one of those deals for them. Everybody plays when they get to the ballpark. It's a unique situation, but we're starting to see more of it.
3: Yeah, they've uh they've done a good job over the last couple of years of uh structuring their roster where uh, they platooned a lot and pinch hit and mix and match and um we've been prepared for that and we'll be prepared for it this year as well. So uh I look forward to that series for sure.
2: Well I'm looking forward to getting a split with Arizona this afternoon. Uh you got Jordan Hicks going and uh We've we I really like what I've seen from him in his early starts this year, and hopefully he can get through this one today uh, because he's starting to really pitch with confidence, throwing more than just the fastball. And I know everybody's enamored with his velocity, but I have to tell you, Skip, this guy has shown me some things as far as his other pitches and his ability to spot him that I think sometimes gets overlooked as far as his repertoire is concerned.
3: No, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, you mentioned it there with the confidence um that's what i've seen the most of he's taken the mound with a lot of confidence he believes in what he's doing um he's slowing the game down he's under control and he's pitching and not just throwing um he's matured a lot in just his overall preparation and the in-between starts he's asking a lot of questions to the right people and he's building upon that so i i'm really liking what we're seeing out of hicks and uh Because of the way he's going about it, I think we're going to see a lot of improvement as the year goes on as well.
2: All right. Well, we thank you for your time this morning. I'll talk to you in just a bit, and uh, let's have some fun this afternoon at the ballpark. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Oliver Marble, our Cardinal manager. How powerful is Cox Internet?
0: Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.